you will receive us. Donnie, you're out of your element. It's not a tumor. My first wife was targeted. She's a pilot now. Oh, now you're gonna shoot me in my pinky toe. Shut up! And literally, fuck your own face! Welcome back to another one. I'm Nick. I'm here with Dill, as always. Hello. And I wanted to start off first because uh, I believe it was last episode I mentioned the death of Henry Kissinger. Yeah. And I got my, you know, billionaire pieces of shit mixed up. Uh, he was not a Nazi. Okay. I believe that was George Soros. That was the Nazi. Uh, Kissinger was responsible for a lot of the, uh, um, like Cambodia, like the genocide in oh, Cambodia yeah. and stuff. His his foreign policy is so he's not a Nazi, but he's still he's genocidal. still piece of shit. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, he was one that um, he was the one that he wanted to separate morality from like geopolitics. So like, if it was in better interest of the United States for this, you know, dictator to go down and then trying to install another person in their in their place. He didn't give a shit if it killed a million plus people. Shit. He was just like it was just better for the US. As long as America's getting their money, right? Kind of. Yeah, as long as they can get their influence raised, like he didn't give a fuck. So, that was, you know, I wanted to set that straight because, you know, Called him a Nazi. I mean, he's still not a good guy, but, uh, you know. Yeah, but I still I still want to, you know. The record is clear. record is clear. You know, I, we need a we need a fact checker to just sit there. And yeah, we need somebody to be like, you're, you, you, like with Joe Rogan, be like, you're full of shit, Joe. We need that guy. You yeah, know what I mean? Need Jamie. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. But, so, uh, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to bring something up that came out because there's a lot of people irritated in the PC community about, GTA 6 not coming directly to PC. Is that for sure? That's, I've been seeing memes about it, but I haven't... basically guaranteed, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So, um, I have an article here that I found, and um, it's from uh, techforgamers.com. And data suggests D- uh, GTA 6 skipped day one PC launch due to double dip trend. So... Here's, here's what that means, okay? Is that GTA 5 launched on PS3, right? Yeah. And like, uh, what is it, Xbox One? Xbox 360. 360. So, yeah, I, I get those confused. They need to get better fucking names. Yeah, I don't know why. at least easier with yeah, the I was like, one, PlayStation two, sticks with continuing up. I don't know how we went from 360 to 1, but, you know... <clears throat> Codename Fingerbang is yeah. going to be the next fucking micro, you know, Xbox. So, what it, what it means is that so it came out on the 360 and the PS3. So when the Xbox One and PS4 came out, they re-released the game, and people went and bought I it. I see again. where this is going. Yeah, they're double dipping. They're taking advantage of the fact that consoles are going to have four consoles per life cycle. Yeah, yeah. So. Same thing. Same thing with Skyrim. How many people out there have bought Skyrim? You can get Skyrim on your fucking you know smart refrigerator at this rate. Like, it's. I know that personally for me, I bought Skyrim twice. Yeah, I think I've also bought Skyrim twice because I bought it when it first came out, and then, the leg- and then the Legendary Edition later on a newer console. So I bought it, um, and it pissed me off because I bought it on PS3. I remember that. I remember you playing that shit ages ago. And my PS3 took a shit, like maybe a month or so after mm-hmm. I got that game, and I couldn't, I couldn't play the game anymore. And so I refused to buy it. Refused to buy it. Refused to buy it. I finally bought it again on PC. It was on sale, so I bought it for you know like I don't know twenty bucks, something like that. I may have gotten the anniversary edition I don't remember yeah but so these companies like Rockstar they're now setting up their business model because it says in this article that because of the double dipping 44% of GT, uh, GTA 5 owners purchased the game on multiple platforms this has result 
uh, resulted in Rockstar making $1.4 billion due to they, double purchases. They don't lower their game's price either. GTA Five is 50 bucks on the market right now. 50 bucks, And that game's been out for over a decade, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so this is, this is just another reason why PC gaming is better. Because you buy it once, and you're done. Yeah, Rockstar's literally taking advantage to the fact that the console kiddies are going to have to buy four consoles to keep up with the demands of the newer games and their, their, their processing power that they're going to be needed to play at 60 frames per second. Yeah, they're literally that, saying, oh, you want to play the new God of War? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to buy a PS5. And, oh, you no, want to no, still you, play GTA Five? Well, you're going to have to buy this upgraded version. Yeah, I was about to say, first they do, you got to get the PS5 to play the new games. And then they're like, you got to get the PS5 Elite to play the newer, newer games. And then another game will come out and be like, but the PS5 Elite will be able to play it, but it'll be a little choppy. You're going to want to get the PS5 Elite Max. And then by at the end of the year, you spent two grand on consoles, as well as the subscriptions that you have to do for their online service, and the games that you're having to rebuy every 10 years because of a new console. They're taking advantage of you guys. And like, it's very clear. God forbid you want to play a game that you played when you were a teenager. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that's... And you have to dig out that console because mm-hmm. they didn't re-release it. And the only way to play it is to hook up your PS3 or your PS2 or... I mean, fuck, I go all the way back to, regu- you know, NES. Yeah. And you got to hook that shit up because that's the only way to play it. Mm-hmm. And... God forbid you fell on hard times and you had to sell that copy of the game, and now it's fucking a hundred dollars because yeah. it's now a vintage collector's item, and it's long gone. And so, the that's the beauty. Of, no, don't get me wrong. It would be nice if you were able to, you know, sell your Steam game that mm-hmm. you know you're not ever going to play again, and so you want to sell it to try and get a little bit of money to, you know, get. A title you actually will play, yeah. Because there's a lot in my Steam library that you know you play through. You don't really want to go back and play it, mm-hmm. you know. Those one and done sort of games. Yeah. But I also look at it from the standpoint of you know, look at a movie. You know, going to the movie theater, it's what twenty two dollars for a ticket to go see a movie, and that's three hours of entertainment. Yeah. That's a, a little over seven dollars an hour that you're getting out of entertainment, and then you look at. You dropping sixty dollars on Dark Souls three, and then you dump thirty two hundred hours into that game. Yeah, and you're looking at pennies per hour. Yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing for that amount of entertainment. And I still have it. I have bought it twice, to be fair, because I had it on console and PC. But it wasn't full price. Like Steam, I, I'm pretty sure I got Dark Souls three with the both the DLCs, the Air, Ashes of Arendelle, and. Uh, um, fuck, what's it called? You know what the other one is? The Ashy. Uh, the Ring City. Yeah, Ring City. That's it. Yeah, and the ring and it came with the Ring City and the original game, all in a bundle, and it was twenty five dollars. And I dumped another two hundred and fifty eight hours into it again, which was worth it for that amount of money. Now, if I were to buy it on console, I'd have to buy it at sixty dollars because the deals never fucking. There's never any deals on console. Very, very rarely. And they're never as good as Steam. Steam, I'm telling you, Steam will fucking... They'll, they'll make you feel like you're robbing Steam sometimes. Oh, yeah. There'll, there'll be a sale that'll come out, and I'll spend $60 on the sale, and I'll get seven games. I bought Fallout New Vegas yeah. on one of the sales, because that game came out in 360 era, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, so in order for me to play it on console... I'd have to go find a 360 that was functional. Mm-hmm. I'd have to then buy Fallout New Vegas. I'm looking at 100 to $200 just to play that one game. Yeah. I bought it for $2 on Steam. Yeah, exactly. And they got games that are on console for full price for $3 on Steam. You know how much For Honor is on console? 40 bucks. You know how much For Honor is on Steam? Now, I'm not condoning playing For Honor. I think the game's kind of a mess. But I've had some fun with it in the past. But that game's $2. That game's two ninety nine. That game costs less than a Monster Energy drink at the gas station. Yeah. That I know you motherfuckers be drinking. I work at a gas station. Okay. Yeah, it's... I've... Um, 
trying to get the kiddo into PC gaming, right? Mm-hmm. So she has a Steam account now. And, you know, she came to me, she was like, I really want to play for, uh, Five Nights at Freddy 2. Because mm-hmm. some character is in it that she likes. And I guess they have it for Nintendo Switch. But it's like $30, $40. And she's going to end up moving on from Nintendo, and then that's going to be and lost looked, to the void. I looked it up you know? on the Steam account, and I showed it to her, and I was like, it's 8 bucks, Full price. Yeah. 8 bucks on Steam. I have heard rumors, now don't quote me on this, I could be wrong, but I have heard rumors that a lot of those indie-style games, like Five Nights at Freddy's and, uh, what's that other room? Into the, into the corridors or something it's like a horror game where you walk through hallways and there's like a monster chasing you but there's like indie games like that um i hear that their port over to the nintendo is rough a lot of times i would like like five nights at freddy's is kind of buggy because it was intended for a mouse and keyboard and it was the way it was ported over is very weird i hear so don't quote me on that it might be fine but She'd probably have a better experience if she got it on a PC too, since it was intended for that in the first place. Well, I'm, I'm, I think that's my 2024 goal is to try and get convert your daughter. Yeah, I'm trying to get her get her into it, which she's on board with playing CFEs. Oh, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I told Eric about it, and he was just like, "What? You mean that pirate game? I'm like the one where you shoot yourself out of a cannon? Yeah." (laughs) And he was like, "Oh my!" He was like, "I'm gonna tell my mom right now." I was like, "Don't tell her. I'm gonna get it for you." Yeah, so. I, I told her that you know I was like, well, you know, if Eric gets, you know, the new Xbox, then you know, because he, I don't, I don't foresee her dumping that kind of money into a PC. I don't, For Jesse. Yeah, I don't, I don't foresee it. Eric doesn't. I'm gonna be honest. Mainly when, also because they they don't have the ability to work on it. Yeah, they don't they don't have any know how. Plus, Eric's kind of um, he was like I was when I was a kid. He breaks shit. So yeah. like. Maybe PC lay off till he's like fifteen. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Wait until he's a little older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Especially because there's not a guiding hand there. Yeah. Like I know that I know that uh, his dad does know a few things because I was in some computer classes with him. Mm-hmm. But it, when you're out of the game for so long, it takes you a little while to get back into. And it. that's clearly not in his like interests. Well, he didn't you know do like I mean? he didn't do PC gaming. He did mm-hmm. like, you know, the programming stuff or like, you know, fucking around with Photoshop, you know, those kinds of classes. It wasn't I took those classes, but I also ran with it in the, you know, I wanted to learn networking because I wanted to have some know-how when I got together with all my friends and we built a network in somebody's basement. And then we played StarCraft together. Oh yeah, like, know, the, like the local thing. Yeah, yeah. the LAN parties and stuff. Like that that was you know that was one the of the golden age of multiplayer it. right there if you ask me that was when everybody was like dude it was so much fun mm-hmm. we would like rent the conference room at the local um um the local hotel and we build a fucking network up in there and we game all weekend yeah just ordering pizzas and shit and just fire yeah just like taking cat naps whenever we just fucking crashed. It, fantastic times, mm-hmm. fantastic times. I feel bad that games have really gotten away from that. Yeah, that 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 socializing part is very very gone now. Talking trash, you didn't need Discord. You just talk trash from across the mm-hmm. room, like "fuck you, bitch." <laughs> I ran out of ammo. Kill me so I can respawn. Yeah, just loved it, loved it. But yeah, I'm, so I'm you, that was the golden age. That's when the passion was there. So. This is just another example as to why it's a good idea for you to invest in the money. You know, it you can do far more than just gaming. Mm-hmm. On. It, it, when you look at it at face value, just like at, at directly at what it costs for console and PC, it's going to look like console is a better option at first. But when you add everything together, two years down the line, you've already spent more than you've spent on the PC. People don't understand that. There's still a subscription you got to do just to play the thing online. You already got to pay for internet, people. Yeah, you got to pay another sixty dollars, seventy dollars a year. I think I think PlayStation's seventy or eighty dollars mm-hmm. a year now. And for the Game Pass version, uh, for a year with Game Pass and Gold, which is what you're going to want on Xbox, Game Pass is unbelievable value. You, and that's going to be like a hundred twenty dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
And you don't have to spend that at all on PC. Like nothing. There is no subscription to use your internet. Steam will just let you play your games. It's, it's beyond me how, how, how people can't see through that. Well, and Epic gives you free indie games every week. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, there's there's so many different things to it. You can use it as a media player, so you can have all your music on there. If you're one of those... You can do Spotify, you can listen or watch your podcasts, Mm -hmm. you can literally pretty much anything. And you got ad blockers, too. Ad blockers. You don't have to worry about watching ads on YouTube constantly like you do on Xbox. And YouTube's trying to fight that shit, but ad blockers on Chrome are Mm -hmm. fucking, like kicking its ass. Yeah. They're not going to be able to get that to work. Right? I heard that Google is going to a different, like, I don't know what it's called, like an architecture. I remember reading the article about it. They're going to, like, a, a different thing, and it's going to make it more difficult for ad blockers because hmm. of, like, the restrictions that they're putting on stuff um, to where right now I think it's unlimited, the amount of, like, things they can block in an ad blocker, but they're limiting it to like 50,000 or something like that in the new update that they're planning on doing in a year or two. But you know for a fact that ad blockers are going to find a fucking way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always spaghetti coding that they can slip through. Always. You can also, you know, hey, you have Netflix. Guess what? You can get a VPN and you can watch shit that is yeah, available can, in other countries. Yeah, you can, you can set your location to Zimbabwe and get like twice the amount of options you do in the United States and shit. Yeah, because Europe, I guarantee, has options that mm-hmm. the U.S. doesn't have. And, you know, Africa has it, and oh, South yeah. America, and, like, there, there's so many, it's so versatile. You just have to, you just have to dive in head first, and everything's like a Google click away, you know, a Google mm-hmm. search away, or a YouTube video away. You want to find out how to do shit. You spend $1,000 on a decent PC, and... In, I'd say in four or five years, you've probably already got your money's worth compared to if you would have got a console. Well, because you're you going to speak five years if you're looking at just if you're a PlayStation player. And I've also heard that the next variant of consoles are going to be six hundred. It's not going to be five hundred. So I, they're they're getting ready to match pre-built prices. They're they're getting close. Because yeah. I mean, five years at eighty bucks for PlayStation Online. You know, shit. That's what four hundred bucks. Yeah. And it's already going to be six hundred for the new one. Yeah. So you're already looking at like a thousand, maybe a little more. And the thing that bothered me about PlayStation was that because whenever I had it, before I dove back into PC, mm-hmm. um, like every month, because of my PlayStation Plus membership, they gave me free games. But if my subscription ever lapsed, I couldn't play those games anymore. Even though they were given to you for free, yeah. Damn, even though you claim, fuck? even though you claimed them, you still had to have an active PlayStation Plus account to play them. Whereas Epic, you log in every Thursday at you know eleven o'clock, I think is whenever it switches over, and they're just like, "Hey, you want this?" I've probably played twenty five percent of what they gave me. They gave me GTA Five at one point. Yeah, and but some of the stuff is like, eh, I don't know if I'll ever play it, but. Goddamn right, I'm gonna claim it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's free. It's free and permanently free. And you know, some of these games are fun. Speaking of which, you need to try out Rogue Trader. Mm-hmm. So I've I watched got, gameplay on it. it. Looks like Boulder's Gate, kind of. It. It's not one of the one of the things I'm not a fan of is like the cutscenes. None of the people are talking. Like, mouths aren't moving or anything. Oh, so it's got the, uh... They're just, like, standing stagnant while, like, audio's coming out. Like, they'll do, like, hand gestures or movements or something. But their mouth isn't But their mouth isn't moving. Like, the animations aren't as crisp as, you know, a, a trip... Like, Boulder's Gate. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. However, I paid 40 bucks for it. I think it's 50 bucks on Steam. So I got, like, the early bird kind of deal because I bought it from their website. Um... But I've gotten about eight hours into it right now. And I'm still, like, I still feel like I'm in the tutorial. Yeah. Like, it is in fucking depth. Hell yeah. And I was watching gameplay of it. It looked cool. I, I enjoy the, 
you know, because, like, people can jump into your game, and then you can assign them to, you know, hey, you take care of, you know, this this guy, and you can take care of this guy and that guy, and I'll take care of the other three. Like, so you can split and pick which characters everybody kind of handles. So, like, I could have a psyker, you could have a psyker, like, you know, we could go back and forth on that. But then you have to kind of plan ahead sometimes like it's it's very slow paced gameplay if mm-hmm. you if you're one of those people that likes the run and gunners you're probably not going to like it yeah it's not that type of game it's 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 a turn based you know more strategic style so and there's a lot of dialogue a lot of dialogue and that's another thing I'm not a big fan of is that there's some things there's some dialogue that they speak it they actually have you know voices to do it and then there's other dialogue that it's you just, just have text. to read it yeah, yeah, you just have to read it. It's probably because voice acting is expensive, and and it, it takes up a lot of space to do a lot of voice oh, acting. Oh, yeah, it's a, it was a very you see, low That's down. why Red Dead's so big. Like, two-thirds of that game is audio, because they had to record everything twice and shit, you know what I mean? But yeah. for different variables. Yeah, like when they're further away or when they're in the rain and got to speak up. or. Um, Another thing also, that bothers me is that whenever I made my character... Like it was a it was a kind of a preset thing, mm-hmm. like you know, do you want this, this, or this? And then you can go in and like alter like you know appearance and stuff, but like you couldn't name the character; it was already a set name. Hmm. So if it was if they already had only like six options for names, why is it every time in the dialogue that my name comes up and they're speaking it, they never say my name? It's like master or lord. Oh yeah, since they literally chose it for you. Yeah, that is odd. Hmm. So I, there, there's little things that I nitpick on. It's not a triple A title, though, is it? It's not a triple A title. Yeah. No. So I mean, you got to give it a little leniency. They don't yeah. have billions of budget, most likely. So. But it's um, phenomenal when it comes to like the actual feel of stuff. Pisses me off that my sister's a battle. I'll I'll do like burst fire, and try and hit an enemy. And because one of my guys is, like, off to the left, a round will go and fucking hit him in the head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn it. So you just capped a homie in the head? Yeah. Shit. Like, you gotta plan ahead on that kind of shit. Oh, like, yeah. It, there's, there's, um, collateral. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of collateral damage gotcha. that can happen. That makes sense in Warhammer, to be fair. Yeah. There's a lot of that. But I've been going um, straight heretical. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Heretic? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that you could either, you could, you could... Follow the corpse god, or you can embrace chaos and bring a brutality to the universe. But they give you options too. Like there was this uh, incident where this old man was like torturing his family and stuff, like claiming that he was like helping them. And I put a stop to it, and then he was like, "Just let us go," and I was just like. I'm going to let your family go. They're safe now, but you're fucking dead. Yeah. And I fucking shot him. (laughs) I could have let him go too, but it was just like, dude, you just tortured your fucking family. Yeah. So it's interesting. You you, you say you're, uh, you joined chaos and yet you're doing positive roles in the world. Well, as you know, in, in Warhammer, there is no good guy. I was about to say that, that is true. And if you look at it from the start, of Warhammer, the Chaos Gods are kind of the good guys, but because before all this terrible shit happened and the warp was manipulated by the brutality and horrific stuff, actions of man and other creatures, the warp was a very calm, ocean-like place. It was chill. Nobody was fucking around. Nobody was causing any problems. And then humans started being dicks and it manifested negative energy to such a fucking portion that it manifested these horrific gods of pestilence and plague and brutality and death and decadence and, and, and degeneracy and all that and yeah so if you think about it at the end of the day humans kind of caused all the bad that happened in the warp it's not not just humans i know the eldar and the all the races contribute but you reminded me of a quote from i believe it was the book talon of horus mm-hmm. kion he's a, a thousand sons psyker and he's like do you want to know what the warp is, it's us. Mm-hmm. It's our yeah. emotions. It's it's our hate. It's our lust. It's our everything. It's our everything. Our love. Everything that we have. That's what goes into the warp. 
We are and the that's, ones. That's why the warp is so dangerous. Is because of the thousands and thousands and thousands of years of horrible genocidal brutality. Yeah, they talk about in that book the. Um, they talk about how a demon is born, mm-hmm. the ragged knight. Yeah, I love that fucking chapter. Yeah. Love that chapter because it's like it talks about how this like military um, commander, this ruler, is at this city. And he tells all of his soldiers, kill them all, our God will know who's righteous. Mm-hmm. And so they just slaughter an entire city, and that's how the Ragged Knight is born. Yeah. I mean, they go into it in far more detail mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. But... That's the uh, the quick... That's the quick, the quick version. Um, but yeah, Rogue Trader, I think it's worth it. No, it's not going to be like Game of the Year or anything like that. But when you look at it from the, you know the lore and everything. I, I still want to get the Space Wolf, and since I'm going straight heretic, I'm wondering if I'm going to have access to get the Space Wolf. That's true. But if I do get him, I want to see if I can convert him to Chaos. That'd be cool. Have like a Chaos variant Space Wolf. Yeah. Um, something I'd like to say, a little off topic as well, at the Game Awards, I'd like to shout out to my boys at Boulder's Gate 3. Yeah. I know a lot of people were pissed off about that, but if you thought it was going to be anything but Boulder's Gate, you were kidding yourself. That's goofy shit. See, I haven't played the game yet, but I knew that that should have won. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is no comparison. No other game had such just unbelievable influence. And, like, that that game literally, like, shook the entire AAA scene. It caused other companies to put their games on delay because they're like, our game's going to flop if we release it after this. I think that's one of the reasons there's, Space Marine 2 got delayed. Mm-hmm. There's reasons that, that there are developers that will not speak to their community about anything. There's literally people that have been ripping into these developers for months about shit, and they, they've stayed silent. They don't say anything. They don't communicate with the community. But the minute Boulder's Gate 3 dropped, these motherfuckers had paragraph-long shit posted about how this game is doing it wrong. This game is not doing it right. This isn't the norm. Don't expect this to be the norm. You see how frightened they are of the future? You see how frightened they are of their capitalistic, you know, money grubber games that are going to fail because there's a new standard? Yeah. Like, you can't just monetize and put loot boxes in a game and lock Darth Vader behind a $120 paywall. You can't do that anymore, and it look good. Because that's not the standard. Not anymore. People are saying enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all, for, is, I, I'm all for this becoming the new norm. But one, I don't like getting milked on my games. Mm-hmm. But two, there's a lot of people out there that are still console players. Whether it be kids, and it's their fucking parents that have to shoulder the financial burden of it. Because mm-hmm. they're like, no, 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 I really want this, I really want this. So, you know, it, it's nice if they get back to a point where it's just like, no, you can't just buy it outright. Yeah. I understand that, you know, I'm an adult. I don't have as much time as I had whenever I was 12 to play games. But that also means that when I finally unlock something, when I unlock that secret character, uh, you know, that... Because you could unlock characters in, like, Mortal Kombat. Because you had to beat the... Yeah. You know, you had to beat the ladder, the tournament ladder, with a certain character. <clears throat> and, you know, maybe... You had to get, you know, all flawless victories, or like you had to do something, and that made it that much more mm-hmm. enjoyable. Yeah, and I, I think that Boulder's Gate. It's um, have you ever seen that meme? And it was like games in two thousand five, and it's it was like, it was a cheeseburger with like three patties and it like lettuce, tomato, and onion and pickles and 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 cheese, and it was like, and on the side is the expansion pack, and that was the fries. Yeah. And now modern games is you get the bun and then the pickles, the cheese, the hamburger bun, everything, all that stuff. That's all DLC. And then the drink and the fries, that's the expansion pack. Yeah. That's so real. Boulder's Gate took the original meme from 2005 and they said, this is the norm now. That's what they did. This is how it should be. And man, those developers on Twitter, they're scared. They're worried. Because... Did you see that... uh Hello Games, because we talked about No Man's Sky mm-hmm. last week or the week before, whatever. Yeah. Did you see that they're developing a new game? I did not. Yeah, you can, like, fucking fly dragons and shit. Oh, shit. But apparently it's open world, but they're doing an entire planet. Huh. 
So it's like you can traverse the entire fucking planet. That might be cool. It's called, um, what is it called? Like Into the Fire or um, something like that. But I watched the reveal trailer because that was on the video game awards. I didn't watch the awards. I just, you know, I'm catching cliff notes and shit from articles. And, yeah, it looks it looks promising. It looks like uh, they, they put on there, like, the footage that they were showing was from legit, like, multiplayer. So... I think they're they're taking all the lessons they learned from No Man's Sky. We'll see whenever it launches mm-hmm. if it actually happens. Yeah. But they're taking all the lessons from No Man's Sky and they're expanding on it. I hope they take the time to finish the game and they don't do what they did last time. That's what I'm that's what I'm because wondering. I really don't like this strategy these companies are doing. Yeah. I really don't like it. Well, even, some of my favorite games have done it, like Sea of Thieves. They did it. Well, it when, just it, when you're a small company, I feel like you know that's it, a little you different. Get a little leeway on that. That's a little different. Like like with Lethal Company, that's fine. Twenty two high school or college kids made that. That's yeah. fine. But like Sea of Thieves, I don't think there was any excuse for that to release the way it did. No Man's Sky, there was no excuse for it to release the way it did. Well, but at the, see, Hello Games, that was their first game. Yeah. So I, I give them leeway on okay. No Man's Sky because they they came out with a game and it wasn't exactly what they promised, and that sucks. They should have mm-hmm. they should have given realistic expectations. It, the only reason I have a little bit harder time giving them leniency is because they were at like E three with like their conference call in front of thousands of people saying this is what's going to be in our game. You know what I'm saying? If it would have been like this is what we're trying to do. We'll see what we can get for you guys. We're a smaller developer that just started. You know what I mean? It would have been a little different, but they're just like... But see, now that they're making date. this new game, yeah, that's where I don't give them leniency. Yeah. Because they, No they Man's Sky, to... even on Steam, that shit barely goes on sale. Yeah. It'll go down to like 30 bucks. So if they're going to release this new game, it needs to be a banger from yeah. the start. Oh, yeah. To make it look good. That's that's my, you know, I will give them leniency because that was their very first game. Mm-hmm. And it was a small team. I think it may have been 100 people. Maybe 100 people. Yeah. And because I still remember, I have it in my memory. They're like, you know, like the whole group, like in a photo with a disc holding up that says No Man's Sky. And it says finished or whatever. You can see them all in one picture. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's well, not 100 of them in the fucking photo. Yeah. So, I can I can understand that, but now that they've had, how long did that fucking thing come out? How long ago? Is it? Are it's we like up five, to a decade? Five six years, I'd say at least. I was, get, I was gonna say. It up right now. I was gonna say it has to be close to a decade. No Man's Sky, right? Yeah. You know it. It just they've had years of that game being constantly updated. August 9th, twenty sixteen. So we're nearing. Yeah, that's like seven years. Seven years. Yeah, we're well. Yeah, we're we're nearing the eighth year. Mm-hmm. You know, in twenty twenty four. So seven years, and I remember. I it re- took it about four. It was to it was get traction. Hilarious to me, back whenever I still actually would walk into a GameStop. Um, I haven't been in a GameStop in five six years. Or a Game World around here that like that died. Yeah, it died like after four or five months. It, I, I, I distinctly remember walking in and I would see the No Man's Sky title sitting there at like twenty bucks mm-hmm. pre-owned, you know, fifteen bucks pre-owned, and whenever they came out with like their first major update, it went up to sixty. Yeah, it went to fifty-five bucks for a pre-owned. They re-released the game. That's what I'm talking about. They re-released their game. That's the strategy. And they've had. Untold them. I think we're up to like eleven. Yeah. DLC packs that have come out for free. Yeah. They're just like update the game. That is a smart strategy that they did. They're like we fucked up free DLCs. You know. Which gives me hope that whenever they come out with this new game, even if it's not a hundred percent what they wanted it to be, yeah. you know they're gonna put in the time to make it right. I just hope it's a complete game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because. um I just, I just hate, I just hate the idea of buying a game and then being like, well, in three or four years we'll have it. It'll be what I want it to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that happens a lot. <clears throat> but yeah, it's, 
So with with the one point four billion dollars that Rockstar made off of double dipping you basically, mm-hmm. like you know, think about. I, I would like people that are listening to think about how many games they've owned that on console that they had to buy for another console, or they had to buy a, a newer. You know, had to buy the same console because there's broke, and the only way to play that game is on that console. Yeah, and. That's that's one of the reasons that I I wish that some of these fucking game game companies would just get off their fucking high horse and say and, and bring back backwards compatibility. Yeah, seriously, I don't understand that shit. Like, if because I want to play if I want to play a PlayStation One game or if I want to play a Xbox original game, I gotta get an emulator on the computer or pull out the old rig, or pull out the old console. You know, PS2 had it to where you could put in any PlayStation 1 game mm-hmm. and play it. Well, and that, that was good. That was good for the consumer. They scrapped that later on, though, didn't they? The early PS3s. No, I think that you could still do that on all PS2s. The um, PS3, the early PS3s had backwards compatibility Well, it was like well. once they went to PS4, they dropped all compact backwards compatibility. The newer compatibility. PS3s, they dropped it. Really? They killed it. They killed it in the cycle of PS3. So if you got like a day one PS3, I'm pretty sure it had backwards compatibility. Oh, okay. I know the Xbox, the um, the Xbox Arcade could do backwards compatibility, and the Elite could do backwards compatibility. But the one after that, that looked almost like an Xbox One, but it wasn't. It couldn't do backwards compatibility. And Xbox One doesn't have backwards compatibility either, unless you rebuy the game on the store. That's just like um, you know Nintendo. The, they have so many fantastic games throughout the, the years. If they if they shut down their eShops... Yeah. Like, didn't they do that with the DS lately? Didn't Did they? they? Shut, didn't they shut down their store for the DS? Uh, I think they did. I don't know. Uh, it, it was like a year or so ago that they ended up doing it. Like the 3DS's store? Is that what you're talking about? I think Yeah, I think so. Hmm. And so, if they don't make that available... On the eShop, you're shit out of luck. God forbid you actually bought the game digitally, and you still have a DS that functions. You can't download it. Yeah, that's dirty. You know, it. I wish Nintendo would just quit being assholes when it comes to, you know, their. Like seriously, I want to play Zelda, but I don't want to get a fucking Nintendo. For one game, I don't want to. I don't want to buy something. I'm gonna have collecting dust after my 60 hours I put into it. That's just like I want to play because um, they're remaking the first Metal Gear Solid on PS1. Mm-hmm. They're remaking that for the PS5 or Demon Souls. Yeah, that one and, still irks me. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, like, you know how much money they'd make if they dropped Demon's Souls on I'm, fucking PC? I'm not dropping $500 for two games. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is... The exclusive stuff is stupid. It's so stupid. Like, you... If they, if they, would, if they didn't do the exclusivity... I understand they're getting money. They're getting money for being exclusive. Because PlayStation's like, we'll give you money to make sure it doesn't go on anything else. But I feel like if they were to just drop it on everything else, they'd make more money and... They would grow more as a company because there'd be more people knowing about their game. You know how many people are thinking, I'm not going to buy a PlayStation for one game. There's a lot of people that are like that. There's very few people that are going to buy a console for one game. They buy the console because, you know, the the thought of a PC just intimidates them. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, it's intimidating. At yeah. first, it's intimidating because yeah. you have unlimited freedom. you got to take your baby steps into it, just like anything. But... You know, like, think about Bloodborne. Bloodborne was a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. And if they ported it to PC, they would easily make twenty, oh, thirty God, million yeah. dollars oh, yeah. day one. That game would sell so quick. Plus, because of these IPs, you know that they have fucking merchandise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're making money off of that, too. So, like, FromSoft has a grasp on the gaming community because they're one of the only, they're one of the only gaming companies I think still stays genuine to their style. Like, if you look at Ubisoft, 
Ubisoft's gotten lazy over the years. If you look at Ubisoft a decade ago, and you look at Ubisoft now, there's a quality difference in their games. Like, you could disagree if you want, but I feel like that's plain easy to see. Wasn't For Honor an Ubisoft game? Yeah. I thought so. I feel like the games that they're coming out now are cash grabs and money sinks for the, uh, like, that you can literally buy skins on their single player games now. Like, their Assassin's Creed, there's $25 skin pack bundles that you, nobody will ever see but you. That shit didn't, wasn't happening back in the day. That's They're filling their game with an absurdly large world with nothing in it with the appeal of super large world to explore. When back in the day, it was a smaller, like, two or three cities that were really compact and filled with shit, and it was very interesting to explore. they just given up on the quality portion. They're like, look how big and how pretty our game is. Like, that is an example. FromSoft doesn't do that. Look at Elden Ring. Elden Ring doesn't look good as far as, like, textures. Well... It's stylized to look good, but as far as realisticness, well, and look not at, even close. It looks like it could play on the fucking Xbox One. Look at Ubisoft is like, look how beautiful our world is, and then there's icons everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Of, like, where to go and where shit mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. There's no... You look like you're looking through, like, a fucking Iron Man helmet. Yeah. In an Assassin's Creed game. Like, fucking shit's popping up all over your screen. Yeah. And I, I feel like FromSoft's one of those only companies that's hanging on to who they are. Because Elden Ring, like, when it launched, I felt like it was completely new and, like, like style. They, they obviously took a lot of stuff from the older games, they, but they improved on it without doing the microtransaction, without making the world so absurdly big with nothing in it that it's just the big appeal that's a really big thing now. Have you noticed that? The world is huge. The world is big. It's the same size as Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like, We built Detroit. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing in it. Absolutely nothing. You can walk for three miles down alleyways and see absolutely nothing. Now, even though I talk shit about Rockstar, I will say that their reveal trailer looked fantastic. Yeah. That's the thing about Rockstar is they're money hungry. They want your wallet. But they got a reason. They got a reason because their games are quality. Dude, I watched that trailer and it looked like like when uh, it just it looked like because they basically recreated South Florida, didn't they? they? Yeah, they literally made Florida. Yeah, and it it was amazing to me to see the, like Florida man fucking butt ass yeah, naked. Yeah, like, do, you, do you know the dude that you dancing. know the dude he was based off of? Hmm. It's that dude named name or he's supposed to be the IRL Joker or whatever. He's got like the tattoos of joker on his face that's he was based off of there's a clip of this dude and they put it in the there's like a little snippet of it in the trailer or whatever and this dude comes up he goes he's talking to the dude who's got the tattoos that looks like joker right and he goes so if you've seen a dude dressed up as batman or robin what you doing he goes i fucking kill him that's what he says (laughs) he gets up in the mic he goes i fucking kill him and then he p- takes a drag off a cigarette and just walks off screen. And I've seen that exact scene in the GTA 6 thing. <laughs> so fucking... Florida's on some wild shit, by the way, people. Oh, yeah. Like, there's some creatures down there. If war ever breaks out, I'm just arming Florida and hiding in, you know, the weeds. They'll take care of it. Well, shit, who in the fuck would go after Florida? You're going to get eaten by gators? You're going to get your face pythons. eaten by a crackhead. Not that, don't even worry about the fucking alligators. The crackheads will eat you. <laughs> yeah it's I'm <clears throat> that trailer was phenomenal though it, it was it, it, I'm, I'm pretty hyped I ain't gonna lie which 2025 is it's release date 2026 you, you is gonna the be its PC you see the theme for the game yeah, it's like Bonnie and Clyde it's Bonnie and Clyde gang turf wars so you could either be the Crips or the Bloods fighting you know between gang wars god that chick she fucking thick god damn well Looking like a bowl of oatmeal before you add the water type shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... It looks good. Did you see that it had a new ESRB rating that has yet to be, like, for any other game? What is it, A? It's different than that. It's not A. It's a. It's even. It's the. It's there's a new worse rating, and a lot of people are saying there's going to be like genuine like dick and balls, tits out, everything, just in the normal world. Like, they, they got the rights to do that. I'm like, can they do that? But they have a whole new rating from the ESRB that's never been done before. I 
I think they can. I guess because I mean, there were dick and balls in five. If you want to, there's this village in the hills. If you haven't done this, go on GTA Five. Go up to the hills, okay, near Mount Chiliad. And there's a village that got fucking wooden walls. And if you go in there, it's a bunch of hillbillies that are naked and their cock and balls are hanging out. There's also women, too. There's not much detail, but it's there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they did it back then. I wonder what they're going to be able to do now. I remember I remember people in GTA Online, they'd go up and just take, they'd kill one of them, take a picture of their cock and balls, and then send it to you in-game. And you just pull it up, and there'd just be a picture of cock and balls on your phone in-game. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> you know, I... I know that they can do it. Will it hurt their sales? Because, you know, there's going to be a lot of pissed off parents. Yeah. If they go out and buy it. Because that's what they got pissed off about with San Andreas with that, like, sex mini game. Yeah, but now now they have the rights to do that, basically. Well, like, they, did, you, did you see, did you see the, uh, the dude who was, like, looking into the coding of the game? The amount of um, animations and... Uh, different routes you can go for the strippers this dude found hundreds of thousands of threads of code that differ between like the the dialogue the animations what the character does to you like they went in depth with this fucking stripper shit man there are literally hundreds of thousands of scripts what got them in trouble with san andreas is i'm pretty sure um the esrb didn't okay it that's what it was they didn't notify the esrb so they basically added a sex scene in there that you could control, which back then was not okay, yeah. like at all. That that wasn't allowed. Yeah, I remember when I was I remember when I was a kid and GTA Three came out, the first like yeah. you know 3D Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. and there was outrage that you could go and get a stripper, and all it did was rock the fucking car. Yeah, yeah. There, there was no animation. And then you could get out and beat the shit out of the stripper yep. and get your money back. Uh huh. Yeah, like that—that that was a big fucking deal. Yeah, that was how it was in San Andreas. Like, when you got a hooker, it just the car just shook. You both were just sitting there in your seats doing nothing. Like nothing was actually happening. But you know, this—it's art. Mm-hmm. It's—I'm pretty sure that we have solidified that it's protected by the First Amendment. It yeah. is it is a form of art. Yeah. So they can't say you you can't do that. Yeah. Anymore, so they can continue to push the envelope. The problem is, is that. How is the rating going to affect your game sales? Mm-hmm. Because and and how knowledgeable are you going to hold the parents that are going to get pissed off if they buy the game and they didn't see that it had an A rating on it? Yeah, or an NC seventeen or whatever. Is I, that are they going to hold the people accountable that are at GameStop or Walmart by saying, "Are you buying this for a child?" Yeah. And then not allowing them to sell. Because, like, if you go that into a true. liquor store and you say, oh, yeah, I'm buying it for the teenagers outside, they won't sell it to Oh, you. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I will say another thing is, is there's a huge audience of minors that play Grand Theft Auto. Oh, yeah. A huge audience of, 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 of younger kids. And they're going to see GTA 6 come out. and They're going to want it. They're going to want it because it's the new Grand Theft Auto. So I do see where problems lie there. But I think this is a good step for gaming in general. I think there should be no rules. You should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. I'm. There should be no limit to your art. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm thinking that because I'm not a big fan of like the whole AI as a whole. But if implemented correctly, like who's to say that they don't start putting, you know, in a sense, a form of like ChatGPT into games to where you're able to have your headset on and, like, and you're able to actually you, do the dialogue. Have you seen the Skyrim mod that does that? Uh-uh. They have fully implemented a ChatGPT into the AI in Skyrim as a mod, and it works. You can go up to a guard and be like, hey, have you heard any rumors about the Thieves Guild? You'd be like, yeah, I've heard a bit of rumors right outside of town to the east. I've seen the, so-and-so. It literally it takes all the information in the game, and it literally it puts it into RP-related dialogue for you. That's dope. I'll have to send you the uh, the clip of it. Like This dude legit goes, and he's like, where can I go and find me a, a, a decent meal and a place to rest my head? And she tells him where a tavern is and exactly where to go and to buy food. And if that food isn't good enough for you could go to the higher end portion of town and buy you you know a wedge of cheese and some crackers you just reminded me of uh, an article that i saw that it was talking about like five games that'll Mm -hmm. push your you know high-end rig to the limit Mm -hmm. and skyrim was on it 
And really? Pe- and people were talking shit in the comments, like, how is a 10-year-old game pushing your high-end rig to the limit? And people were like, clearly you haven't installed 300-plus yeah, mods. I was about to say, my boy Mason has, like, a terabyte of mods for Skyrim. Yeah. And, and one of them is, like, 200-some gigabytes, and it's just ass tits and thigh jiggles that's all it is it's 200 gigabytes to make her ass her thighs and her tits jiggle under the armor i was like mason you deleted every game that we play together to do that he was like yeah i did i was like was it worth it he was like yeah so you know it's that's another thing that console doesn't get right because I know that Xbox does have some kind of mod capability. Now, listen, listen. They they were like, console has mods now. No. It is like baby's first step mods. I'm telling you, their, their mod selection is not even a percent of what you can get on PC. For any of the games that have it available, which there are like four, by the way. I'm pretty sure they're all Bethesda titles, too. And you are extremely limited. There is no script-heavy mods on console. You know the ones that add like whole campaigns and stuff? And have whole new dialogue and whole new features in it. Very rare to see on console. Because if they're script heavy, they usually don't port over. So, I haven't been able to play it yet. But you guys had me install it. How's the uh, multiplayer mod for Lethal Company? Fucking amazing. Dude. (laughs) Even when the boys aren't on, I'll see modded lobbies with like 17 people in it. And I'll get in there, and I will watch hordes of fuckers running down halls, getting their necks snapped and ripped apart, being eviscerated by dozens of monsters. Like, it legit is fucking horror when you go in. And you can hear people on every end of the facility screaming. <laughs> like, you just be walking by, and I just hear, Woo! Through the walls and shit, just out of nowhere. I'm just like, well, somebody got Jack, you know? And then you'll, you'll keep walking, you'll find three mangled corpses on the ground and a loot bug, you know? Yeah. It's just... I think they increase the monsters. Like, it's like the amount of people you have in your game adjusts that because there were like seven spring heads in one room, and I was just sitting there in the corner waiting, like, somebody, please. You know? Very, very, very fun. Very fun. There's another There's another reason to get into it. This is the, you said it, and I agree. This is the year of indie games, people. Start investing in things that are a little bit more simple. And, you know. You're making some dude's dream come true. Yeah, like literally. I, this le- I can't imagine what this Lethal Company oh yeah. guy is fucking thinking. And if any of you have Lethal Company on Steam and you haven't done it already, go to their page, scroll down a little bit into their community feed, and there'll be this thing, and it's vote for... It, it'll say, like, we want you to vote for Lethal Company. Press that little box and that check mark and vote for them to have the Better With Friends award on Steam. They deserve it. Because that game, they put a lot of heart and you know effort into it. It's so tiny. It's so cheap. They earned it. Come on, guys. I'm wondering how. I'm wondering if there's a place you can go to find out how many copies of that actually is sold. It's sold. I seen a, a post, and I don't know how credible this is, but it claimed that for this year, um, Lethal Company has sold more copies than all of Call of Duty's entire franchise has sold on Steam combined. Well, that, that's what I'm saying is that. I, I want to know a do- like an amount because this this small like 20 plus people that have made this game they could be sitting on you know 20 30 million dollars oh, now yeah. oh yeah to where they're able to now just fucking go yeah they, they have they can, 30 they can, million dollars to fucking dive into this game they can quit their jobs and start working full time on this game if that's the kind of money they run into they they have ran into that if if they make if you make a good fucking game that's enjoyable for you know just a even just a small group of people cuz like some some people horror games aren't their thing mm-hmm. i'm not a huge horror fan i love the you know having different people in it and, and shit like it gives it that organic feel i don't like the single player horror games mm-hmm. i don't want the shit scared out of me you know I'm getting older. I don't want to shit my pants anymore. I will say I like horror when you're with your friends. Yeah. Being scared with your friends is a good time. Yeah. But um, by yourself, you know, turn yeah. the lights off and stuff. Like, I remember I really enjoyed, uh, you know, the Silent Hill games in the early days in PS1 and PS2. Like the ones that played like Resident Evil? Yeah. Yeah, okay. You know, I, I mean, Silent Hill 2 scared the shit out of me mm-hmm. at times. 
scared the shit out of me. And I, still, I had the strategy I still rem- guide. I still remember to this day playing that game and walking around that corner and seeing Pyramid Head fucking that set of two legs. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just fucking it for no reason. Being like, I shouldn't be playing this. <laughs> I, just, I remember going into a dark room, you know, oh, what's in this room? Like, because I had to go in there because I got a key and I had to go mm-hmm. in there to get something to per- pursue the story. And I went in, pitch fucking black, I just see this little, you know, beam of light that my flashlight is, and I hear a fucking pipe scraping. Yeah. And, like, that kind of unease, like, that was, that was good horror. That mm-hmm. was horror done right. And made by the same company, Resident Evil 2, having the fixed camera angles and hearing those squishy flip-flops approaching you, nothing like it. The most sinister menacing thing I still I wish, to this day it gives me chills hearing those sounds I wish Resident Evil would come out with a game that used that old style the fixed camera the fixed cameras I wish they would come out with a fucking title like that cause I feel like that's what made it even it wasn't jump scares that was where the difficulty lied was the fact that you had to play off the fixed angle yeah. and it added a fear to it because you couldn't see exactly what was coming for you at all times yeah I remember um, I remember in Resident Evil 2 you were. It was in the beginning stages of um, the police station, and you went through those double doors. Then it went into like the offices for the officers, mm-hmm. and it was a fixed camera angle just right above the door that you just entered. And you heard a lot of shuffling. Oh yeah, and they're coming went, from all sides. And when I you remember went that. two steps up, and there's like eight of them coming at mm-hmm. you at once. And you're just like, I don't have enough ammo for this shit. Yeah, that was. That was the stuff. They, that was the shit. They right had there. so many little things in that game that made it so horror too. Like if, when you entered the police station, if you attempted to leave, you'd open it and a dog would leap at you and try to attack you, and you could slam the door in its face. And if you tried it again, the dog would get inside and try to fucking kill you. You remember that? I don't necessarily. I don't remember that, but at the same time, like yeah, I got to the point the- where I speed run that game oh, because yeah. there was like a there was a a rumor online. Was it back online? Or you beat was the it, game. Was it was it back in the back in the days where it was just like a magazine article that you beat had the, the game in two hours? You get the unlimited rocket launcher or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or the unlimited uh, L Hawk. Yeah, revolver. It was, it was or something, something. Like unlimited ammo. It was something like that. Something like that. I know what you're talking about. And you had to beat the game in under two hours. And that sure. that included cutscenes. Yeah. So like you had, we had like a, a notepad mm-hmm. to where it was like, okay, at this point we need to go here, and at this point we need to go here, and, and that we had game to make was a, our strategy guide. That game was a lot of backtracking to find keys and going back to places you had already been. And I gotta admit, as a kid, I got lost a lot and had a hard time figuring out where to go. Those games were hard. The. And that, that was, you know, nowadays you can just do a quick YouTube search and people are like, oh yeah, go right here. Honestly, you don't even need to these days. You just open your tab, press, you know, track quest, and it'll give you a beacon exactly where to go most of the time. Well, some games will do that. Some games Most won't. games, I'd say. There, there are some games out there that refuse to hold your hand and you have mm-hmm. to go and, and get the hand holding someplace else. Mm-hmm. But when you're frustrated because it's like, god damn it, I've been looking for this thing for, you know, 30 minutes... I can't find it. I want to continue on. I'm getting frustrated. There's a point where you have to do that. Yeah. But I remember as a kid, there were times where I was stuck on a part for weeks. Because you didn't have that ability to just... Yeah, and there was no no way to figure it out. You just had your friends at lunch to talk to about it. Yeah. Or or the, the strategy guide that came out. Yeah. And those cost money. Yeah. So it wasn't always something you could get as a kid. That's. I wonder if that's one of the ways that they, you know, because once the strategy guy died, I think that's whenever the microtransactions started coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Because they were like, oh shit, we can't get that twenty, thirty, forty dollar, you know, fee from them so they can get every secret in the game. Yeah. But those strategy guides were pretty fucking dope. Oh god, yeah. I remember. I. I go over to my cousin Josh's house sometimes. He has some of them old strategy guys, and they got such cool shit in them, like such cool little mini games and cool little give you insight on lore in the game that you wouldn't normally know. Didn't and Dark Souls Three have a strategy guide? Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say some of them still come out with strategy yeah. guides, and that's how you learn a lot of the lore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to learn lore in a FromSoft game, you need to read every description of every item and make sure you're looking at 
every bit of text in the game because they will not tell you anything. Or go to YouTube after it's been out for a year. Or somebody will YouTube. make it. Yeah, somebody will make a yeah, lore video. Well, I, I feel like we ranted enough <laughs> about why console companies suck ass. And, and, I, and, and I will continue to until I see a change. Well, I, I really hope that there is a change. And I, I mean, at what point in time? Because consoles have a, a very large market. I'm just tired of hearing people say that it's cheaper to go with console. I'm yeah. tired. Of, if you're going to stick with gaming for any period of time, you, that's just wrong. You're wrong. I've been in this game for a minute, and I've been on both sides. They're now to the point where you're downloading digital anyway on everything. Yeah. You know, oh, you want to save 100 bucks on the PlayStation? You're going to get a digital. And, you know, tough shit that you have everything digitally. You can't fucking play it on the and, next and, system. And another thing I'd like to mention, and I'm so, I'm so thankful I went to PC for one, this reason. If Xbox services go down, guess what? All those games that you own you no longer own until Xbox services are back up. You know how many times I went to go play Sea of Thieves and Xbox was just like, you don't have the license to play this. I'm like, what? I go to the support. Hello, why are you telling me I don't own the game that I purchased and have been playing for three years? I mean, and they, they send me an email and they're like, our services are down right now and Sea of Thieves is tied to the internet. So anything that you could do on that game, you can't can't be done right now. So it, it's offline for the next three days. Well, technically, we get... Steam is the same way. I've never had that happen on Steam well, for that, longer than an hour. That that's the that's the thing. I've I don't think I've ever had a time where I went to go play because you can set Steam to offline. Yeah, yeah, and still play the games. So, but, but but at the same time, if something happened to the company and they went under. Then I mean the Steam library will be useless. I'd like for them to I'm come out saying, with physical oh, copies yeah. of games again. I, I'm just saying, out of all my time on PC, I've had one instance where I couldn't play my stuff, and it was for maybe 35 minutes. And it was just it was they they were Steam got was getting dosed or something stupid, you know. Yeah. Microsoft, I had three days where I couldn't play Dark Souls three. There were times I had three days where I couldn't play For Honor on console. There were weeks. There was like a three-week period with PlayStation that I couldn't play anything on. Yeah, where they were getting dosed hard. Yeah, see, that stuff doesn't happen on PC. Like, I wonder if it's because Steam is... Because uh, now they have a Steam OS for like the Steam Deck. So I'm wondering if Steam is more like Linux kind of base, so it's harder, to, it's harder to attack them. Maybe so. But... All I'm saying is, is that happened to me multiple times on Xbox, and I was basically paying for a subscription that I couldn't use multiple times. That happened to me three or four times. I remember. Yeah, I think I think PlayStation ended up giving everybody an extra month yeah. on their PlayStation yeah. Plus Xbox because didn't it went do that. down. But another reason to stick with the PC gang. And you don't need a lot of money. You really don't. Like you, you spend. You put six, eight hundred dollars into a rig. You got a decent rig. I don't know why people think you got to spend three thousand dollars. My old rig that's sitting in the other room that the kiddo yeah. can play on. It'll still play a lot of games at yeah. sixty frames a second. She's still gonna play uh, Sea of Thieves on high settings with sixty frames. Yeah, guaranteed. Because I could, with with the same rig she's got, basically. And it's it's all because of the dedicated hardware. You're not. You're not getting the, you know, the processor doesn't have the graphics also built into it and stuff like because console consoles to my understanding are kind of like laptops. Like they don't have dedicated shit. Yeah. Or the the dedicated shit isn't quite up to par if you have the actual card in your system. Not to mention just the versatility you can do with it. Like I've ne- when you're playing a, a game on a console, you can't adjust the graphics accordingly to your own things. On PC, if I don't want anti-aliasing, I can just turn it off. Motion blur. If I don't want, you might you could probably turn that off on console. But the 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 deeper things like. Like the, the shadows, uh, shadows and the, the amount of stuff you can see and how far away, you can adjust that accordingly. You can't do that on You know how many times I've been playing a game on console and I had pop-ups? I literally see bushes appear in front of me 10 feet away. That shit doesn't happen on PC because you can adjust that shit. They don't have to do the bare minimum because, you know, they picked the bare minimum card to run. You can even lock frames, so... Yeah, you could lock your frames at 60 frames per second if you want a crisper, you know... 
smooth experience yeah. because then you can set everything to mm-hmm. you know you can set that that load in view yeah. to max. If you actually look at the people that record the frames per second on the Xboxes, I don't know about the PlayStation, but I've seen a video. You're getting 57 frames per second on the new Xbox. You're not getting 60. They say it's 60, but it's supposed to stay within that 55 to 60 range to stay consistent. So I know it's close enough. You're probably not going to be able to tell, but you're not getting 60 frames per second. And when you start, when you when you go to a PC and you start, you'll see it. You you see the difference between 30 or 60 frames mm-hmm. to 120. Yeah, and people say you can't see the difference between 60 and like 144. I disagree. You may not be able to see like like see the individual frames anymore, but the smoothness at which your screen is refreshing, I can see it. Oh yeah. Because my old rig compared to my one now going from 60 to 180 on Sea of Thieves, I can tell. I can tell my accuracy has improved because I have more frames to like calculate my shot. Does that make sense? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, well, again, we, we said it you know a few minutes ago, but I'll, I'll call it now. Rants over for this week. You know, do fun shit. Look into it. You know, mm-hmm. if you get a pre-built, then get a pre-built. I don't particularly like them, but I also... That's still better than a console, people. I, I also nerd out, and I like to pick out everything that I have in the system, and so mm-hmm. it operates the way that I intend it to operate, so... I'm, I'm a little, you know... If you're worried about the scare of getting into PC gaming, just get a pre-built your first time. Give it a go. Give it a whirl. See what you think. You're going to be spending a little bit more because, you know, it's a pre-built. But it'll get your foot in the door and, and it'll allow you to, you know, maybe even upgrade your current rig and you can learn a thing or two. Yeah. So. But, as always, do fun shit. And we'll catch you next time. See ya.